Just kidding. Welcome to the show, fuckers. I'm trying to be a parent, but I gotta run an errand. I promise when I'm back, I'ma feed my kid a carrot. Damn, this stuff is tough, man. I thought it was inherent. I'm trying to be a parent. I'm trying to be a parent. Sometimes you gotta drink, cause that shit can be kind of stressful. Sometimes you hit the blunt, cause that green will help you rest, yo. You know your ass be slacking when you gotta look up things on YouTube. Like, bro, how you wipe your baby boo boo? Welcome. Now, welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make moms laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family. Amanda and Sean is the name, G. Yeah. Now, welcome to the podcast. Trying to parent and make pops laugh. Who you know got it like the King's family. Amanda and Sean is the name, G. Yeah. Let's go. Welcome. Welcome back. Don't you touch my foot with oh, your foot. Oh, there's a Nina hair in your toe. Okay. I you wanted go. it there. Sure. You did. So, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Episode uh, 20. 28. 28 with the V. 28. 28. Um, it's Labor Day. And it's Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> you always Damn do it. that. Labor Day is my birthday. Yeah. Memorial Day is in May. May Memorial. Yeah, and Memorial Day is my sister's birthday, but Just I don't remember. <laughs> hey, May Memorial Day. Maybe I'll remember it that way. Probably not. Anyway, we'll see next year. Yeah, <laughs> mm, we won't. Actually, we'll see when it comes to your birthday. I'll call it Memorial uh, yeah, Day. Yeah, probably. So, this is the Trying to Parent podcast. We've done twenty-seven episodes. This is episode twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, moving right along. Moving, moving on up. So, uh, we've had a good week, but yeah, it's been pretty busy. Let's go ahead and hop into the the basics, the socials. Hey, where's my let's get social at? My, oh, there it is. Let's get social. Social. With social media. <laughs> Hopefully, whoever sings that, whenever we get big, doesn't come and say we're copywriting or something yeah that girl's dead oh is she no <laughs> dead to me <laughs> <laughs> she will be dead if she comes and tries to take advantage no. of us <laughs> anyways anyways uh <laughs> facebook and instagram trying the number two parent go on and give us a follow uh subscribe a like a nice five-star review please we would appreciate it um and Full then shebang. we can really you know, really have to worry about things like copyright because people will actually be listening. Yeah, they're like, you can have that. It's not a big deal, buddy. <laughs> um, and then YouTube, if you want to watch, because like I said last time and every time, we are now filming consistently. Mm-hmm. Trying space, the number two space parent. So that's how you can watch uh, this lovely background that Sean has spent time putting together. It's beautiful. Yeah, they don't even really see that. They no. see what's behind you, and they see what's behind me. No. Sometimes I think we, maybe we'll do like I mentioned before, we'll sit right in front, and we'll just look at the cameras and not look at each other, yeah. see how that goes. But look at your beautiful face. Besides that, I just met you. It's crazy. Listen closely. Three six zero four five zero five zero zero eight. Swear to God, next week we're taking calls. <laughs> Gonna do it. So, if you want to call in, hit us up. Let us know. It's gonna be good. Go big. Okay. So. Oh, 
Oh, that's going to be good. Oh, that's going to be good. Starting real early with that one. It's just gonna, I said it's going to be good. Oh. I can't not use it. It's going to be good drop. <laughs> it's going to be good. What did we do this week? Let's see. Last week, we forgot to talk about something that we did last week. So we talk about it this week. And that was watch Super Mario Brothers oh, the movie. Which yeah. we would have forgot about again, except people don't forget. People don't forget. Except Amanda. <laughs> yeah, so. I definitely, I had a note written and everything and I still forgot. I put it in the notes. So okay, thanks. Obviously, we're from the 90s. Yep. Amanda's from the 70s. Uh, we like love... That. Super Mario Bros. Yeah, who doesn't? First of all, it doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah, you could still play that game now. And as long as they like maybe update the graphics a little bit, just a little bit. I'm, I'm a little disappointed Sick. because I had Super Mario's on my Nintendo? Nintendo, but the game like disappeared at some point in the last couple of years. Really? I remember us playing it a while back. Yeah, mm. I don't know what happened, but it's not in that bin. Money didn't get a little tight and you sell it? I would not. Anyways. I sold the player's guide because I don't have the game anymore. Oh, that makes sense. Well, anyways, we watched the movie. Somebody jacked us. I thought the movie was pretty good. If you guys haven't seen the yeah. commercials for it and everything yet. Cute. Pretty good. Nice to see all the characters and everything like that. Like, yes. Funny how yeah. they tied just even the smallest characters in where you're like, oh my God. I remember that. There's a little ghost thing or whatever. Yeah. Like just... Little skeleton. Here's King Ghost. Um, <laughs> Amanda had a few notes to give because, again, it's supposed to be a child's movie. Yeah. Granted, it's for the people of our time, but it is a children's movie. Yeah. Uh, maybe it wasn't supposed to be a children's movie. Maybe it's supposed to be a nostalgic movie for us. And therefore, I mean, I don't know how many kids play Super Mario Bros. these days. I think it's only have like Nintendo Switch and stuff. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. But back then, we had very few options yeah. now. They're like, <laughs> exactly. why would I play that shit? I could play uh, God of War or something. Ugh. Fucking Tom yeah. Clancy's uh, Splinter. Oh, wait. Splinter Cell. I don't know if people Spl still play that. Splinter Cell is actually fairly old, too. Yeah. I've been playing that in middle school. <laughs> I, can play, I can play Goldeneye. Why would I play? <laughs> I obviously don't know games very well. Uh, but yeah, so a, a note that I had about it, it was like the only thing that I didn't like about the movie. And it was that Princess Peach was kind of a bitch. And it, she was pretty full of herself. Yeah. And it, it wasn't the fact that she was full of herself that I had the issue with. Because we like confidence. But yeah, but it was when Bowser was, you know, proposing to her and all this stuff. She was just like. Ew, I would never marry you. And how I think that the movie should have handled it to have a better influence on our younger peeps of the generation would to in like would to explain more so of like, ew, I would never marry you because you're a murderer and you hurt people for fun. Or yeah. something about his character. Of him just try, like, no, you're about to kill all of my mushrooms. And so I don't want to be with you because you're an evil person. Instead, they referenced it in the form of like, ew, no, you're gross and you're ugly. I don't want to marry you. And that was kind of my gripe because you don't want to teach the women to turn down men just because like, oh, no, you're like not my type. I mean, but, yeah, Bowser was a piece of shit. He was a piece of shit. she should have rolled with. She should have rolled with that. 
but they did not distinguish it and they made it sound like it was because of his looks and not based off of his personality. And that is what I had a problem with. And I probably never would have noticed it, but now that like, you know, we're doing all this parenting stuff, like it just kind of, I was like, "Ah, they should have just handled that differently. This is supposed to be a children's movie. You don't want to teach the girls to be like, I'm better than you. ah, I would never be with you. It'd be like, hey, you're not a good person, and I don't roll with that. You do that cunt voice pretty well. Thanks. Thanks. So that was her feelings on Yeah. Super besides that, besides I that, fucking love the movie. It's great. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, tick movies. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else happened? Mom came into town. Yes. So she's still here. Yep. She's here for like 10 days. Um, your friends got engaged. Yeah. <laughs> Another group of friends got engaged. Different set of friends. My friends that we saw, did we mention? I think so, because the we saw them Saturday. We had lunch with them Sunday, and then we did the podcast. That's right. So. And they got engaged. Yep. So did a couple dinners with them. And mm-hmm. I mean, God, the amount of people that we've seen down here versus the amount of people that came up to Washington to see us. Nobody uh, came up to see no us. No, except for the wedding. Yeah. No one except our parents. Yeah, came to see us. So, it's a lot nice. more people coming here. Yeah. It seems like for the next two months, we have people coming like back repeatedly. to back to back. Like KJ wants to come. Mason's coming. Cat wants coming. to come. Michael's coming. Tom, Tom Lots is, is coming. coming. <laughs> like. And this is all just before September. Like this is. And then we're going places. Yeah, and then, going places. Yeah. So it's been nice. I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not mad. Like one, we don't have a ton of friends here. Amanda's really hard to get along with sometimes. <laughs> so like <laughs> it's, you know, that's the, the one bad thing I'll say about living somewhere else mm-hmm. away from friends is like, well, you don't get to see them that much. It was fairly difficult in Washington. I had a, I legit had a hard time in Washington. I was not happy up there. And not only that. Seeing my brother made it better, yeah. but besides that, I miss my friends a lot. But the sun wasn't out a whole lot. So not only are you like, oh, nobody likes me, but I don't there's also like no sun. No. <laughs> so <laughs> that was tough. Yeah. But. We only have one of those. Well, not even, we don't have any of those struggles here. The sun's out and people come to see us. So. The sun's always out. <laughs> there has not been a day where the sun has not been out. And people just want to come down here yeah. because that's what happens when you live in a beautiful place. Especially when the beach was how it was this weekend. Oh, my God. Man, that's in my, uh, it's in my highs. Okay. So we'll get to that. Uh, but, yeah, beach, primo. Yeah. Primo. Do I have a, a good drop for the beach? Hmm, something with I would just say like, oh, it's going to be good, but... Uh, it was good. Already. Okay, well, you, you just uh, let me have it right now. I want I need it. I need it right now. We needed it because there were some real bad beach days yeah. the past couple of weeks and felt bad for our friends who did the proposal a few weeks ago where it was like, ah, oh, yeah. the beach isn't great. That would have been a perfect spot to do mm-hmm. it, but... It was good. It I was know. Good this time. I sent them a picture and I was like, Ugh. Of course, it's good when like Memorial Day is coming up. Yeah. Labor Day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, Memorial there's a shit, Day. shitload of people here right now. Yeah, there is a fuck ton. I haven't heard English as much as I have this weekend. 
Yeah, that, and I also heard a lot of people who are speaking some sort of European. Hmm. You're like, oh, look, white people. You're like, oh, they're not American. Yeah. Maybe they're French Canadian. Who knows? Hmm. But another thing that happened, I guess it's been happening, is the governor of Florida is losing his fucking mind. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> that guy is literally losing I just, his shit. I just get my updates from the shade room. That's I guess, the... you know what, before I do that real quick. <laughs> okay. From the entire Channel 4 News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Florida? Go fuck yourself, San Go Diego. fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, now we can talk about it. Okay, I guess that's in the news. Yep. The Florida governor is running for president, and my God. He's like, you thought Trump was bad? Yeah. Watch Wait, this. I'm Trump times two. If you guys haven't been following, which we don't really follow the news, we only really see it because uh, I follow the shade, follows the shade room. Um, he's like, what racism? What black history? There is none. We're just going to stop talking about that stuff. Like it never happened. Slavery? Let's not talk about it. Yeah. These other things? Let's not talk about it. I'm sure he was for that video that I showed you about the Confederate oh, War. Yeah, I'm sure. Where he's, or the Civil War. He's like, we. Where he's like, yeah, let's uh, just kind of rework this to make it seem like, uh, you know, the North was kind of the bad guys. And it's just, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's just scary because when people try to forget about the past, it happens to repeat itself. Um, so that's not good. And which is unfortunate because Florida has some beautiful yeah. beaches. Oh my gosh, the, sis, the beach by my sister's place is fucking unbelievable. It's like better than ours almost. Yeah, like <laughs> it is better than ours. It white, doesn't get any seaweed. No seaweed, white sand. The only thing is wrong with that is there's like a bunch of racist people down there. Yeah. Especially around those areas. They're like flying their little Confederate flags. Mm -hmm. Real proud of it. If you listen to this and you're down with the Confederate flag, you should probably stop listening to this. You can go fuck yourself. It's podcast really yeah. for you and our Same beast. for you, dog. <laughs> sure you're a great parent the same for you <laughs> you're not a good parent anyways so yeah that's uh the, that's interesting what what uh NAACP is that right yes they put you, I know the NCAA. called the, the NCAA NAACP like, yeah. <laughs> pretty glad you just visited one, one yeah letter. they literally labeled Florida as like unsafe to go mm -hmm. like because, and even like, uh, uh, God, Gabrielle Union's husband. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne, yeah. I always wanted to say Dwight. <laughs> Dwight Wade. <laughs> Dwight. Dwight. Dwayne Wade, like, he's even said that, like, he didn't want to play. There. Like, he moved because he, he has a trans son or daughter. I don't know. Uh, but he was like, yeah, my family's not safe there, so I couldn't live there anymore. I mean, that man did live, I assume he lived in Miami. And come on, son. There's a lot of white there, stuff going on in Miami. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot. Like I'm pretty a large sure white gay people are minorities there, population too. Population there, too. But but that's wild. Yeah, Florida is just, it's like outside it's of Miami. Everywhere else is like. Yeah, it's wild. Wild stuff going on. So. Um, I really hope he does not win. I don't care. Not anyone, anyone any but him. Chance. Anyone but him. People are always like, oh. the, the people of the U.S. scare me, so I wouldn't be surprised if he actually has a good running, and that is terrifying. 
I don't even know who else is running. Is he running against Trump? Is Trump run? Trump has to be running. Trump has to be running. I'm assuming. There's no way he's not going to run. Yeah. No, they said that's his like biggest rival. They're going against each other. Wow. That will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Them shitting on each other. This will be cool. Oh. I'm excited to watch that. God. Guys are. Uh, I don't. Scary. scary tight times. country. Tight country moves. Scary times. Let's talk about some more parenting style stuff here. Okay. So I had started reading uh, my book. Not so much reading, but uh, listening. Mm-hmm. This Audio. one I bought on audiobook, Raising Good Humans. And it's brought up a bunch of different things that I wanted to discuss. Some we'll discuss a little bit later. But first one I kind of want to talk about is what type of relationship did you have with your parents growing up? Like... Um, what age? I would say basically through your entire life. Like, what what are some of the things that you would describe that as? Just like how your parents were with you growing up. Until I became an asshole when I was like fifteen, it was really really good. They were very supportive, like just very. Like, my mom was very nurturing. Like, I always remember, like, kind of, like, cuddling with her on the couch and just um, just very motivational um, and just a really good support. Um, I mean, yeah, until I became a teenager, it was really good, I feel. And then like. how was it after you became a teenager? Then, uh, let's see, I moved out at 17. I didn't talk to her for a couple years. And then when I was... 20 I think when I was 20 I moved back to Arizona and then our relationship started to get better from there I'm not yawning because you're boring me (laughs) we're in the sun a lot today (laughs) yeah we were but basically 15 to 16 to 20 we had no relationship like we went to counseling in Oregon and I was angry at that in general <laughs> and then I was as soon as I graduated high school I was like I'm moving across the country there's nothing you can do about it mm. <laughs> but before that it was very positive very very good I feel like they were very trusting of me um that was my own fault for taking advantage of that in my high school years yeah but what do you think caused that shift from that age of what you say was 15 yeah, like Teenage 15. Years. I don't, my mom thinks it was um, just the high school in general. The high school, yeah. The she high went school. To, I uh, picked, a, there was a couple friends in general that I think were bad influences on me. That's important. Um, Good influences are important. Yeah. So there was a couple girls in particular that I think we were, we just kind of like schemed our own little mess together. Were they black girls? One of them was. You went to uh, Mountain Point. M- Mount. You went to Mountain Point. Yeah. Mountain Point. Yeah. Why was yeah. I thinking Mountain View for a second? Oh like, no. I know you went to Mountain <laughs> Point. I feel like you said Mountain View. Yeah, Mountain Point. Not the best school around. Yeah. So. <laughs> My mom thinks she's. I think she probably wishes I would have went to Des Vista or Corona. Or Des Vista <laughs> a little better. People got money over there. Sure. They, they don't bust the kids from the south side all the way across the mountain. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, okay, so you saw like it was around Keith, that age. Keith was getting in trouble around that age. He was also influenced me 
a little bit too. So, but weren't you like I was two grades beneath him in cheerleading and stuff mm-hmm. as well? Some of my cheer friends were not good, they were the ones I was sneaking out with. Yeah, those dirty bastard girls, <laughs> I get in trouble. Gosh, huh? Okay. So I would say but some of them were also really good. Like Ashley, she was also a cheerleader, right, but Ashley I had, I had two sides of me in high school. One was the old me and one was the new me and the new me was not good. Constant <laughs> struggle, just pulling from both sides, <laughs> little devil, little angel, but, uh, the devil one, obviously. Yeah. Well now I'm better. Debatable. Debatable. I'm better. I'm now I'm better. I went through a 12 step program. <laughs> I am a better person. <laughs> How would you say that your relationship was? I would say it was I was good. A lot of the same words that you would use. I don't remember a ton of things from like past like last year. <laughs> I um, know your memory is My awful. memory is super bad. But that's not a good thing. <laughs> I should start telling myself more positive things like my memory is great. I remember everything. Yeah. See how that works. Um, But supportive. I definitely remember, you know, a lot of support for the things that I wanted to do. Uh, Strict. I definitely would say that they were strict. There were rules for sure that, you know, we had to follow things that we had to do. Think of like, well, how, I don't know if you can remember anything from like elementary school and middle school, like not just high school, but are you taught, were they strict when you were a child? I mean, I don't really remember those times that much. Um, I don't feel like they were... I mean, I imagine there were rules and stuff back then. And I remember getting in trouble and stuff mm-hmm. in elementary and junior high. If you're, like, talking back or things that you said you never did. I n- but Literally, I don't think I've ever talked back to my mom. <laughs> like, raise my voice, no way. Yeah, not me. I definitely did that shit. So did my sister. But so, you know, there was we would get in trouble and whatnot, Mm -hmm. but they were strict, but reasonable, like especially as you got older, the amount of responsibility you had was a lot more. The amount of leeway you had with things as far as making your own decisions was a lot more. Um, I thought they were very fair, uh, very loving. My mom obviously much more of a uh, emotional person. And I think I got a lot of that from her. My dad, I don't think nearly as emotional. Yeah, my but my dad and my stepdad. So that's one thing I want to make sure with our child is not the case because you see how Connor is with his parents, mm-hmm. like his, even his dad, where they're like his whole family is like very touchy, lovey, like... Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that our kids realize, and I think it's a lot easier to do that with a daughter than it is your son. Just it seems like most people want to raise them to be like tough and hard. Yeah. And everybody knows that men can, you know, you can have emotions and still be tough. Yeah. But I think, especially, especially coming from like, Sorry, Sean is literally still sick. Still sick. Apologize about that. Coming from a dad that was like black, and most black people don't have that from their parents, Mm -hmm. especially their dads. Mm -hmm. It's always, you know, being soft or being emotional has always been kind of like a sign of weakness Mm -hmm. in men, Um, at least in men who don't know how to be in touch with their emotions. Uh, 
So there was that lacking portion growing up, I think, with my dad. But my mom definitely picked that up. And not like I've said before, not like my dad didn't love me. But it was a lot more like when I was playing basketball and stuff, it seemed like everything was very just this. Yeah. And less relationship. It was around revolving around those type of things. So definitely want to make sure that our kids realize like, hey, you know, let it, let it out, whatever. Mm, like yeah. I want to let you know that I love you all the time, that, you know, that relationship is there. And that is another reason why I have chosen you to father my children. <laughs> I'll give you some <laughs> reasons that you probably should have second guessed that here shortly. Um, it's also scared of my dad. Were you scared of your dad? My stepdad. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a large man. man. (laughs) Very large man. I was scared of my dad for a long time, too. And I ended up getting taller than him fairly quickly. I think in like, before I got into high school, I was taller than him, which was weird. But he would always tell me like, hey, a point in time, you want to fucking try me? Oh, my God. No way. You can. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, get an attitude or something. As a yeah, he's like, you want to fucking it's go? Like, hey, you want to test me? Test me. Like, <laughs> still whoop your ass. All right, not yet, man. <laughs> not yet. Um, but certain traits that I got from oh, him that funny. I definitely, obviously, love. You know, being very motivated and driven and stuff like that. But I think also there were things that I do not like that I got from him. Um, one of them is that I feel like I get. And maybe I didn't exactly get this from him, but it's from the relationship that we had. I get agitated quite easily. Mm-hmm. And I think with everything that's been going on lately, my emotions have been a bit, you know, more on edge. So mm-hmm. I'm more easily agitated. My mom suggested that I'm not taking any vitamins. And so maybe my hormones are off, which I don't could know. be a possibility. Could, yeah, definitely yeah, something be, to look into. Could be lacking certain things. I'm over here like a man, like, that's not even real things. I only need, need vitamins. Vitamins are for pussies. No, <laughs> I definitely need them. Um, Speaking of vitamins, we just ran out of vitamin C this morning. I took the last one. Just go lay out in the sun. That's vitamin D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Vitamin <laughs> C is oranges. In. Don't they have a lot of vitamin C in banana? I mean, um, in mangoes? Was it mangoes? That was. Uh, mangoes are really remember. high in potassium. Potassium. That's right. I'm it's pretty sure they have a lot of than bananas. Other but vitamins, too. Okay, we'll get some more vitamin C. Uh, but yeah, most of the time I feel like it doesn't affect our relationships, but there's definitely times like when we were at Costco when we picked up my mom. I get super agitated for whatever reason. Um, you know, you don't eat whatever it is. Like you start to get yeah. angry and you get agitated really easily. But I know that's, I would say, my biggest pet peeve when it comes to our relationship is how easily I get agitated. I can tell you one of the reasons is I feel like (laughs) this is so dumb. I feel like I'm attacked a lot, not like by you or by the things you say, but when you like disagree with me or something, I'm like, how dare you? (laughs) I take it so personally sometimes. And I'm like, and I think to myself, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, when do I disagree with you? There's times when we'll do something and you'll like say something. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I get just like, I think it's 
combative just because like I would say things to my dad and he would get like snappy with me real quick uh-huh. about something. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I would get all <laughs> defensive about it because I feel like he would get defensive about it. And so that's something that's kind of stuck with me for a while. So when I say something and you're not like right on track with me, I get all defensive and I get like snappy. I'm like, God, that's such a. Oh, when you say like, not a gr- like you're talking about like, I, I can't even think of an example. Whatever. Like, I'll no. tell you, I want to do something. You're like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe think twice about that. I'm like, how dare you tell me to think <laughs> twice <laughs> okay. about that? I'm doing it. <laughs> Another thing, I make decisions right away. And when I make a decision, I'm like, I have to do this right now. Oh, that's deaf. I've, I've never been my personality ever. I have to think about something for three business days before I make a decision. <laughs> so responsible of you. I'm like... I want to. Yes, you are very impulsive whatever. with your decisions. I'm, extre- <laughs> I'm just like I've made up my mind. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm like, on the toilet. I'm like getting off the toilet right, right now. now. <laughs> We're doing this. Need to go. Need I to can, go do this. I can see that. Yeah. But then you're like, you should probably think about this. I'm like, how dare you question? <laughs> <laughs> I think about my decision. I just thought about it for three seconds, <laughs> and I'm doing it now. I can see that. Yeah. So. You know that that's I'm definitely that. more of the the salt like the parallel line, slow and steady, which she's kind of changing from because before I was the one with her, where like, hey, let's book it, let's go someplace, let's just go someplace. Like, oh, we can book tickets right now, and that's Scott's cheap flights. That's what that does to you. Or like, yeah. they're like, hey, you have, you don't have three business days to make this decision. <laughs> I know, and it freaked you me out. You have 24 hours. It make the decision. Freak me out. I'm like, make, this is so decision. uncomfortable for me. Do you want to go to Japan? Make the decision. You want to pay 600 or you want to pay 1200 Make the decision. You're like, oh my God, oh my God. Okay. I'll, Michael Scott, three, yeah. or Dwight, three, two, one. Give me the keys. Give me the keys. Go. Do it. I'm like, ah. So there's aspects of that which are good. I never, t- I never make decisions on getting food where it's like, you're like, well, what do you want? I'm like, don't ask me. You have to make the decision. I can't make those decisions. But other decisions, instantly. Yeah. Like, you want to go to Guatemala? Yes. Mm-hmm. You want to go here? Yes. Yeah. So, you know. That's funny. Things that I like but also don't like about myself. Let's get into highs and lows. Nope, that's in the news. <laughs> and I can sing high like bass. And I can sing Yeah, so that was a long conversation about, I don't even know what it was, but parenting stuff. Just yeah. the things that I think. Well, there are things that if you you recognize from your past that make you want to change behaviors about your future. And I think it's good to be very aware of things that have molded you to become the person you are, but also aware of things that might need slight adjustments. So that way they don't have the same effect on our children. Definitely. Good and, and bad. It's good to recognize the positives and it's good to recognize the negatives. Definitely have some adjustments that need to be made. And like I'll have adjustments from how I was raised. I mean, and that's, I feel like that's just a cycle of parenting. Some things are just so ingrained in you. I have noticed, and I think I've mentioned this before, but whenever I get in those type of moods or have those type of quick snapback reactions or something, I'm also then quick to very quick to say like, Hey, sorry. Yeah. 
Very I was quick. just a dick. I, didn't, I, I realized that in the moment, but I need to do more like breathing before I say certain things. But that's my quick mind of like, hey, I'm going to do this. Like, yeah. hey, I'm also going to react real quick. Yeah. And I feel like, because I feel like um, that happened a couple nights ago. We were taking Nina out. I did something that frustrated you and I didn't even know what it was. And you're like, nothing. And instead of asking like, well, what did I do? I was just like, oh, I'm just going to drop it. <laughs> you said you were going to drop it. So I was like, let her out. I don't, I don't need that. to poke the bear. <laughs> like, uh, like what did that. I do? But yeah, you are very quick too. I just want to throw it out there. This doesn't happen often. Like this is very rare. Like we, we don't argue. So like, yeah, we don't argue. It's, like, Maybe because she's a bigger person, she's just like, I'll drop it. But this doesn't <laughs> happen often where I no, get like, no. snappy with it. Was, it, it does it like once every couple months. But we're not perfect. And sometimes I do get frustrated about things. Oh, yeah. And, again, and sometimes I'm a dumbass. It could be nothing that she's done. It could be <laughs> frustrated with people that I've been working with, yeah. clients and stuff. I'm just like, God, people are so dumb. And then you come in, you're like, you want a sandwich? I'm like, no, I don't want a sandwich. I'm trying to fast, you stupid bitch. <laughs> no, I don't say that. But... You guys get the idea. Yeah. <laughs> or no, I come in and I say, have you eaten today? You yeah. need to eat something. And you're like, I'm busy busy working. Busy working. Yeah. 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 Okay. Highs and so, lows. Highs and lows. <laughs> Wait, real. Communication. Doop, that's a high. Doop. I would say one of my highs is obviously my mom being here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love when she comes out and visit. Nice 10 days. It's been very nice. Um, even though we haven't been able to spend a ton of time with her because we've been pretty busy. Got a lot going on with work right now. End of the month, crunch time. Bringing on a bunch of new systems for hiring and just trying to hit. We've surpassed our personal best. Um, Mm -hmm. Sean has. I have not contributed yet, but I will. It's all part (laughs) of the contribution. Her work is still my work. But uh, I would say that's a high. And then another high is... The beach has looked better than it ever has God. these past two days, better than it ever has, better than I've seen it. It's been like breathtaking. Yeah. Like it looked like the video that I posted from the other week when we went to the beach club with our friends yes. out in the Tulum area where yes. we're just like, wow, look at this incredibly clear water. Look how awesome this There's is. There's no seaweed. It looked exactly like that. There wasn't a piece of seaweed on the beach for the last two days. No. Um, so... But it all came back today. It all came back today. Not during the morning. It was still pretty nice yeah. during the morning. And then... Like, what, 12? It just flowed in. I had literally have scratches on my legs from wading through the seaweed. Like, it, w- seaweed. it was intense. So... I had Mother to pee, Nature, so I had to, I had to... Cl- I always get hurt when I try to wander back into the ocean when I have to pee. <laughs> Your, your mom saw the scratch on my back from the beach club. She's like, what happened? I'm like, I had to pee and I went where I shouldn't have gone. So it's my own pee fault. In like the coral <laughs> rock area and a wave knocked her down and scratched her on yeah, the back. And like, but the cove was so far away. I had to go immediately. I couldn't, I couldn't make it over there. But you pointed out I should have went in the shower. Yeah. And I wasn't thinking about it. <sighs> Lessons learned. So those would be my highs for the week. Nice. What about you? Um, your mom being here. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say that my high, I met a, oh, yes. uh, yeah. So yesterday at the beach, I met a pregnant girl 
and she's English. Um, English, not like American. She's English. English. She's from the UK. England. England. I'm from England. You said that she's from London. She's about to have a baby like any day now. Um, but she was just super cute. She was like walking in. And I was like in the in the water. I was floating in the water, and I was like, "Hey, um, do you mind if I ask you like a couple questions?" Like, what if I touch your stomach? Yeah. No, I definitely did not <laughs> ask that. So weird. Um, but I had seen like a couple OBGYNs recommended on some of the Facebook groups. Um, obviously, well, you know, I don't I don't know much about any of them. Um, so I was asking where she was going. So that way in the future, I would have an idea of, you know, maybe a point of reference. Um, so she had brought up a doctor, which was my my first choice. I've heard really good things about this doctor. And she said she had a midwife and doula combination along with the OBGYN. So she said that her experience has been really good so far. Um, It's been very positive. She's had a lot of support um, just through the, she's having the baby at the birthing center. I don't know if I would want to do it there, but I don't know, maybe if they made me feel that confident. Yeah. I mean, she's going to have the baby here soon. So if you're talking and you're like, hey, could you tell me about that experience? Like, yeah. So how did that end up going? How comfortable were you? Were you concerned about doing it there before? Did yeah, they talk so, you into it? Yeah. So that's kind of what I I was asking her. We were just like floating in the water. I'm like, oh, are you confident? Like, how do you feel about the experience? Do you feel like you have a lot of knowledge? Were they, you know, there to help you? So, um, yeah, she was like, take my number. I'll answer any questions that you have. Um She's like, you know, hopefully it all works out for you. And they live down here? Too. Yeah. So she has, they well, live down here. baby friends then. Yeah. So um, two and a half years she's been down here. Her dad lives in the UK and I think her mom might be in the US or something. I don't know. She, both of her parents are about to fly down. But she's already started having contractions. Um, so she like came to get my number and she has like a contraction timer and she's like oh just keeping track of them she's like they're not very like they're not timed right you know like whatever she's like but she had been having them so anyways we're gonna go get coffee after she has the baby um but she can't have coffee right now i'm sure she can but she was probably gonna have it like at coffee no, she's probably gonna have a baby like today or tomorrow or yeah, something. Like she's like, coffee, she'd be like <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the caffeine right the baby would be like, oh, I'm ready to come out. Yeah, baby just come right out of you. Yeah, but anyway, so that was a high because you know that I'm gonna have I'm gonna have so many questions and you guys are gonna hear a lot of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. Yep. Right on. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited, and I have a new friend. What about your low? the week my low for the week is that nina still has a limp yeah like i'm legit as soon as this podcast over i need to text her but oh no they're probably they're gonna be closed i honestly think it's from jumping up onto and off of the bed one she can't move in here without slipping yeah so i think she jumps up onto the bed and that's difficult because her feet slip as she yeah. jumps up. And then when she jumps off, she lands. On hard tile. On hard tile. And I feel like she's sl- slipping there. Yeah, we need to get stairs for her. Like, I need to look on Amazon tonight. 
That's what happens when you get old. Yeah. Yeah, that does. I was telling that uh, to my mom. I called her right before we started filming. And I was telling her that, you know, when Nina lays down for a while and she gets up, she's like, that's when I notice she limps. And my mom's like, well, yeah, it's like, I have arthritis. I'm kind of limping when I first get up, too. I'm like, Could be yeah. that, yeah. I, I kind of thought, like, you know, she's just laying on it. And then it's like now it's kind of numb or dull and she has to like yeah, get it going because once she starts like moving around. around and stuff she seems to be good but yeah she's still playing and running and you know going out to the bathroom she's not limping when she's outside it's only like in here so but we'll figure out what's wrong with her keep you guys updated yeah my low was that I almost had to murder the tattoo artist I was oh working with. Oh, my God, yes. I don't particularly want to get into this full story. Sorry, just, I and can barely... <coughs> your low oh, should that be that very, you're still sick. Very no good. Yeah, still <laughs> sick. I mean, that's not a big deal, but almost murdered this tattoo artist I'm working with. So yeah. I have a problem with getting tattoos, and that's the problem is I have to keep getting them. So... I wanted to cover my chest tattoo that I have. Mm-hmm. And I want to do some, you know, Japanese style thing. And so I was talking to this guy and really liked his artwork. And we had set something up. And long story short, I did like a three-hour appointment with him. It was set for five hours, but it took him a little while to do the stencil on me and everything. And he stenciled my entire chest and was getting ready to tattoo it. And then we started and obviously just starting with like the basic line work because you're mm-hmm. doing kind of a cover up thing. And it took him three hours to do what I believed should have taken no more than 45, 45 minutes mm-hmm. as far as line work goes. Took him three hours. So not only did going up to this point, did he have horrible communication i mean he speaks good english but he had horrible communication he only does like a very rough draft of the artwork to send me over his hourly rate was good it was like for line work it was like 60 bucks an hour essentially and for mm-hmm. shading shame. it was like 80 85 dollars an hour yeah which, which not I'm bad like, this is good this is going to be very good And then he ended up telling me, like, oh, this should probably take about, I don't know, 15 or 10 sessions of five hours. I'm like, you're telling me it's going to take 50 hours to do my tattoo? Which it's literally the pecs up to what? The collarbone? So collarbone down to the bottom of my pecs. I'm like, I've gotten a lot. I have, granted, I have a large chest. Like, there's a lot of space there. But... I got my entire back done, essentially almost my entire back done in three consecutive days in Thailand, five hours each. So 15 hours. 15 hours total. And so after- You're telling me it's going to take three times to do your chest as it did. hours. <laughs> I'm like, I get, it's a cover up. You got to do a little extra work and everything. But after that, after we had our session and I realized, dude, you drew six lines on me and it took you three hours. You're fucking me. Like, you're fucking with me right now. And so, not only that, but he had mentioned all of these things to me about how shitty my tattoos were. And he kept, yeah. like, like taking shots at me. 
And I'm like, he's like, no offense, but yeah. your work isn't that good. Your work is bad, man. I see why you want to cover it up. I'm like, Fuck you. Dude, you're lucky we're in Mexico because I don't know how the system works here. <laughs> if fighting, I were to fuck you Yeah, up. with fighting somebody, but you're 5'9", and I would fuck you up. So I had to deal with this whole thing, and then I end up finding a new tattoo artist, and now we'll be changing slightly the design that I had. Mm -hmm. I have to work in these 12 lines that he tattooed on me. But when I told them the situation, and I showed them like what he did, and I'm like, how much... How long do you think this would have taken one of you guys mm -hmm. to do? And they're like, 20 minutes to do those lines. And I'm like, yeah. Took him three hours to do these. And he's like, yeah, he was fucking with you, dude. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like, dude. Well, I'm going to charge by the hour and then I'm going to go. Yeah. And I slow. never get pieces by the hour. And he was like, you know, I only do by the hour. I don't trust people enough to do by the hour. Yeah. Like, I don't care what anybody says. You tell me what the price is for the piece, mm -hmm. and then we'll do that. Yeah. If you tell me it's $2,000, $2,500, like, okay. we'll do that. But it's going to take you as long as it's going to take you. That's on you. I'm going to make sure that the work is good, but this is going to be on you. Yeah. You're not telling me, oh, yeah, I charge this much, and we'll just see how long it takes. No. Come up with an idea. We do that. Yeah. That's how I get tattooed. So these other people I talked to were like, yeah, man, we could definitely work like they told me, hey, we could do this uh, a full day, which is like eight hours for like 800 bucks, 850 bucks, something like that. And so they're going to be a little bit more per hour, but a little bit more per hour. Or they told me like, hey, I could just, you know, we can just give you a flat price and do it that way. And however long it takes, it takes. But that's the price that you're going to pay. I'm like. That would be great. I appreciate you guys being <coughs> flexible with that. Like even offering to do that yeah. is nice. The Whether other or not you decide it, but the fact that they offered. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they were like, dude, that uh, those lines literally shouldn't have taken somebody more than 20 minutes. And the dude was telling me, he's like, if you don't believe me, go out and ask other artists. Like, you know, get other prices. Do, you know, ask people how long this should take. And they were like, he never would have finished that in 50 hours tattooing <laughs> like that. So, yeah. Oh. Frustrating. Well, at least the only, you know, you didn't spend that much money on it. Like, you didn't give him that big of a deposit yet. So, no. like, I it, think this only ended up costing me, those those couple lines ended up costing me, like, 160 or 170 bucks or something like that, which... So, again, three hours. Yeah. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. isn't a huge deal, no. but... If you're only going to spend, you know, 2500 bucks probably for the cover-up. So Yeah. So that was frustrating to say the least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm like, man, am I going to have to cover this cover-up? These lines? <laughs> These lines. Frustrating. Okay. So I want to talk a little bit about this other portion of the book I was read reading, Raising Good Humans. Mm -hmm. And they talk about anger. And they're specifically talking about anger, like anger you feel with your child, reasons you get angry, but I think it relates to kind of just everything in general. And so the lady says, anger is often called a secondary emotion because underneath it is often the primary cause of the anger, like feeling embarrassed, fearful, sad, rejected, irritation, which are all potential triggers from our time growing up. So like mine, like I was telling you before, when I get snappy with you or something, or if you say something to me and I feel like I'm being attacked, it's because 
growing up, I would say something to my dad and he would fucking get on me. I'm like, dude, I was just saying something. Like, yeah. Makes not a huge deal. But they say yelling at kids, although it may quiet them in the short run, <clears throat> excuse me, it causes fear and stress responses that a lot of us dealt with growing up. So it doesn't correct the behavior or the attitude in the long run because you triggered stress responses in the brain. They often they're often mentally unable to learn from the situation because they were in a state of like fight or flight yeah. type of mode. Um, they're, so they're more likely in that situation to fight back, to argue with you, to whatever. And I noticed that a lot when I would was growing up, like, I would say something and my dad would fucking yell at me or get back at me. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to yell back at him. Yeah. Like, or I'm going to, you know, That's be so interesting because I, we never, my parents never raised their voice at any of us. We never raised our voice at them. Like, my mom was very, I'm going to explain to you why I feel the way that I feel. And I feel like that's probably why I am that that's way the way too. my mom was too, but not my dad. <laughs> and... Yeah, that's definitely how I want to be, the communication portion. Um, but they say research shows that yelling at your kid makes them more aggressive, both physically and verbally. Uh, I'm not aggressive uh, physically, for sure. And that's funny. Like, I am. But <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm aggressive verbally either. I don't really like conflict. But, it, um, yeah, so they say yelling often causes children to lose trust connection and possibly the love that they believe you feel for them mm. so i thought that was very interesting yeah it really makes like it really makes you think about the long-term effects of the interactions that you have with your children mm -hmm. and i know like even with nina like when she's acting up like it it's like a, a wave of rage. Like <laughs> it's like, literally, I'm cool. And then it's just like, and, and then I'm like, oh my God, I'm fucking pissed. Like get over here, like whatever. And then I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be upset. Like, I try and think, especially with her preparing ourselves for the baby. And I'm going to think the same way about the baby and the child. I'm like, you basically have no fucking idea what I'm saying. Yeah. But Nina, so... But Nina is 10 years old. She fucking knows. She knows what she's doing. Like, we do the same shit every day. Yeah. You know what I'm expecting of you. And I think that's why I get so upset at her because she knows what you're I getting expect mad at of your her. your grown child. You're yeah, like, I'm I like, can't believe you, you would do that. You, you know the ass. rules, bro. Like, why are you doing this to me? Like, with a the baby, they literally have no idea. Like, they don't know. But I just feel like Nina's supposed to We're also speaking English and she's a fucking dog. So she's, it's like, she knows the words. I know she knows the words. She knows the words. She knows. Well, yeah, so I'm always like, God, we've done this a thousand times. <laughs> and that's that frustration. Like, I'm sure we're going to feel that multiple times with our kids where you're just like, and you have to realize like, it's oh my so, God. it's like just the instant, like I'll just see red for like, that's how I feel with you sometimes. Two seconds. That's really, that's what happens to me. Oh my God. I'm just like, I've oh never my God, felt that way it. about you. It's because I don't do things to upset you. <laughs> but no, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's just like, being able to just, hmm, yeah, just breathe that out. You're like, yeah, oh, it, it lasts a split second. So if you can just like not act on it, it'll be gone in, in an instant. So I, 
Okay. Well, I'm sorry I make you feel that way. No, you don't really. <laughs> Again, it's it's not you that's making me feel that way. It's my history of like letting little things mm-hmm. set me off. I'm just like, oh my God. <sighs> yeah. Relax. But I need to get to the relaxed portion <laughs> first. Um, okay. Did you have anything that you wanted to talk about? Uh, I know you had some, some stuff. Yeah. Because next we're going to ask the listeners, and I kind of uh, confuse the listeners with our question. Oh, oh, great. So we got okay. a little bit of here, a little bit of there. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, so talking to the girl yesterday about having a doula, and then like I've been kind of listening to um, like Mommy Labor Nurse podcast, and they talked about having a doula on there. I listened to some other girls' podcast, like, I don't know. They just, there's been a lot of toxic doulas and I definitely want to have one. I think, um, for people that do not know what a doula is, mostly men. Yeah. So, uh, I was going to get into that. So a doula is not a doctor. They're not medically licensed. They've never, they don't have medical training. They don't go to school, like anything medical. Um, a doula I mean, they can do like certifications and stuff like that, but they are emotional, physical, and informational support to pregnant people. Hmm. So the word doula comes from some, I don't know, Greek word that means like woman servant. So, a, and then it's, you wow, know, women servant. Wo- yeah, woman servant. So um, a doula basically serves the mother. And you don't normally find one until 20 weeks pregnant um and then you have just like a couple you know maybe between two and four meetings before the baby comes but they're more so are going to be in the delivery room helping with different position like birthing positions um when you're having contractions they can press on pressure points to help relieve pain Hmm. um they're more so like good at coaching like so if you're like helping holding me and stuff like that. Like they're encouraging and like telling you, hold you, hold you down. <laughs> hold me down. I'm like, ah, I get it. Baby, out of me. Um, just, or just like any, like, just, I don't know, like how comfortable you're, how much you're going to want to be in there. I don't know how much I'm going to want you to be in here. So, you know, it's more so of like, they're the person there and just being that my, I know my mom won't be here. Um, it, I want someone who knows what is supposed to happen. Help me go through it because I mean, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, um, cool. that makes sense. So, um, a doula though, there's actual, um, studies that have been done on how they positively influence the birthing process and everything like that. So they can decrease C-sections by up to 50%. Wow. Yeah. Um, they reduce the length of labor by 25% or on average 41 minutes. They reduce the use of oxytocin, oxytocin, um, oxytocin, which is tossing those oxys use, <laughs> not oxycotton. <laughs> um, it's used to like jumpstart labor essentially so like if you need to be induced and things like that so using a doula reduces that from happening um and then they reduce the use of an epidural by 60 percent wow so they are very much about they're pressing and shit yeah just and just like being informational of like 
you're in pain, turn this way. Or if the baby's pressing on this, move this way and it releases the pain. Like hmm. they are just very good about the positions and the movements. Um, you don't, even if you're using an epidural, you can still get one because they can, they're really good about making sure that your, your ideal birth plan is going the way that you want it to go. So um, I know there's a lot of things and this is kind of a, a big thing about doctors in Mexico too. They said that there's a really high C-section rate. Um, oh God, that freaks me I, out. Yeah, I know. Which sometimes, you know, I think one of the podcasts said that some OBGYNs like to go to C-sections if labor has been going on for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're, you know, they're not patient, but, um, so some of the doctors that I'm looking into in Mexico, obviously the ones being recommended by expats and things like that are looking for a more natural experience. So they're going to be more, um, more flexible and, uh, patient with the baby and the process and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, just having a doula in general. So you can have a doula with a midwife and an OBGYN. Like they can all be working together. So you don't have to pick like, hmm. you know, they're just, they're just there to help you. Um, okay. So I know in the States they can okay. cost between 600 oh, and right. like between 600 and $2,000 depending on the state. Um, but if you think if they're reducing the risk of C-section by up to 50%, the cost of a C-section is way more expensive in a hot, in a U.S. hospital. Oh God. Yeah. So that's if you're full like, full on surgery. Yeah, exactly. And then just your recovery is just so much worse. I have no idea what they cost here. I haven't looked into any of that. Um, but I would imagine it's only going to be like up to $500 and that's definitely fucking worth it. Um, but the deal, man. Yeah. They say they, uh, increase the positive experience by like 40%. Like if people who have doulas say that their birth was a very positive experience. So. Well, sounds like we'll have to get a doula then. Yep. Well. going to do that. Let's. That was very informational. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So it is time to ask the listeners, which I don't have a drop for. So we go. Here's the deal, man. Here's, Here's the deal, deal man. man. Tell me what's up. Listen, it's time to ask the listeners. And I apologize, you guys. This was a slightly confusing question the way I worded it. Okay. The question is, what is your guys' trigger as a person or more importantly, a parent? How would you answer that? Like, obviously, you're not a parent yet. Um, was my trigger like things that like make you see red? Yes. Okay. So... I have people that answered, which my intention was to be, how does your kid trigger you? What's a trigger for you that your kid does? Okay. And I had some people that answered triggers that other people cause them well, to have. Because you said as a parent or a as person. A, yeah, as a person or a parent. So again, confusing on my part. But responses here. Okay. So when people tell me what I should or shouldn't do as a parent... That is not this show. We are not telling you what to do. But I know that I think that pisses everybody off. Yeah. They'll tell me what to do. I'm going to do shit and get my own consequences. Kid's an asshole. 
fuck, yeah, like, come on, you do better, person. So yeah, people telling you what to do. I mean, that's literally everybody. When you have a kid, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Next is, they said being followed. For sure, it's happened twice. Like, first of all, that's not a trigger. That's that's you're in danger. Yeah, that's <laughs> scary. You should definitely what? not have people following you that uh, are not maybe your child or something around the house. That's a big problem. Yeah, is it someone following you in the house? Like, or yeah, is maybe. it someone following you outside? She said, "Do you know this person?" It's that's happened following? twice, so I'm, it has to be <laughs> okay, outside the house because the kid follows yeah. you everywhere. <laughs> so definitely get that checked out, or have somebody follow the person that's following you and then kill have them. some pepper spray yeah for sure if you're a lady okay cat cat answered the question like i intended it to be answered okay she said as a parent a mess is her biggest trigger mm. she said i realized uh, i realized this is less to do with a mess bothering me and more to do with how i was yelled at as a kid when i made a mess triggers when you're a child um when you become a parent you realize the reason you may act like your parent even if you're committed not to is not because your kids mess or other things upset you but because when they act like you did you get triggered and nervous as if you're the kid again i learned i built a life around avoiding my triggers when my kids come along and when kids come along they press all those buttons and it's time for you to face them head on. Having children is an eye-opening experience about you and your partner. Oh, I'm actually a little nervous about, like, what things have I buried? Yeah, what is going <laughs> to set you off? Because I claim to be pretty chill, but I might be a fucking psycho. <laughs> Watch me be the super chill one. And they're like, hey, mom is fucking crazy. I don't know why she's always so... On edge about things. She had a I lot will of triggers admit, from her past. Messes like just shit on the counter. I'm always like dishes that have not been put away. There's a couple oh, the dishes that, that haven't been put that. So I'm sure you just is they're clean. Like I just don't like to do it, but they don't bother me. So if they're being left in the sink, that might bother me, but not as much as just a mess on the counter. Very good. Hey, these are important things to know, so we'll have to notate these and be like, hey, little Jimmy, don't do these things. Triggers mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or do them and fuck with her. Yeah. Uh, Michael says, he op- answered it the opposite way, people with excuses. <laughs> fuck yeah. Yeah. People with excuses. Definitely. Really upset me. And he said, and electric bike riders who ride in the middle of the street. Oh, my Hashtag God. cunts. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, when we lived in Washington, there would be so many people. Those people like, we own the road. Yeah. What are you going to do? Fucking hit me? I wish you could. I wish you could just hit them just a little bit. Just (laughs) hit their tire enough so that they crash their bike. That just reminds me of the story of Keith, my brother, when the bicyclist was like riding his ass. He just put on his brakes and the bicyclist went into his car. He's like, you're fucking right up on me. Of course I'm going to fuck with you. Yeah. Bro, (laughs) you're on a bike dude get out of the road this isn't gonna do anything to my car <laughs> fucking yeah. idiot it was a 2004 yeah. rav 4 like fucking dented i don't give a fuck good luck this thing's made out of metal <laughs> good luck 
All right, so <laughs> two more. My sister said, other kids hitting my kids. Oh. It makes me want to go hit them, especially when the parents do nothing about it. Oh, oh my God, that's definitely going to be a tough one because you'd be like, oh, yeah. First of all, I don't know how quickly our kid will get big, but I expect them <laughs> to be larger than the average child. They're like, your kid's in the 99.99th percentile of large ass kids. Yeah. So normally those kids don't get hit by other kids, but that would oh my God. drive me yeah. insane. I'd be like, what you want to do is just give him a little fucking elbow there. Yeah, just. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh my Throw gosh! Some sand in his eyes. Yeah, how do you approach that? Yeah, how do you got? How do you guys handle do that? Do you just when say like, "Hey, hit your whose children? kid is this?" Who's and then you look at the parent, and you're like, "Get your fucking kid!" Or like, I would have my oh God. You don't want to teach the kids violence. No, I go hit the parent. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm gonna fuck yeah, you up. Yeah. yeah, that would frustrate the shit. Or out like, because like, I know there's. What am I supposed to do? Beat this kid up? Yeah, like, do you go up? Like, this is a serious question. How would you handle this? Do you go up to the kid that's hitting your kid and just, like, kneel down and say, like, hey, it's not nice to hit other people? Like, do you, like, try and, like, talk to them, like, parent them? This would be a good question for or, next week. Yeah, or, or do you just remove your child from the situation and then not deal with the other kid? Like, hey, does your kid not know not to hit kids? Is that not something you guys have discussed? As yeah. A family? Because I think your first instinct would be to one take your kid and then like, I I mean like accidentally shove. accidentally hit the other kid with your ass as you're <laughs> taking your kid and turning away. Yeah. Just bam! Ass right to the face so they fall down. Yeah. Gosh. But yeah, that would frustrate the shit out of me. That's a good one. And then we have smack. Somebody's really barking it up mm-hmm. out there. Last one is smacking lips when eating or talking with a mouthful of food slash talking back or attitude. The mouth noises never used to bother me. And now it's like extreme. There's not a lot of things that would make me murder somebody. That is definitely one of them. Like chewing with your mouth open is one thing. And I fucking hate people that chew with their mouth open. If it's you, we're not friends. But just making noises with your mouth, like, I don't want to do it right now. No. Just making noises, like. If, if I'm eating in the same room as someone else, there has to be a background noise, TV, music, or something. Because if I hear you make the, the noises, it, it makes me so angry. Yeah, it, <laughs> it literally does. It's called misophonia. It literally does something to my insides. <laughs> That it could be my mom doing it. I'd be like, you have five seconds or I'm going to fucking strangle you. I noticed her do it. Did she do it? (laughs) Not. I haven't. It was like the mango this morning. It's really hard to eat mango without making mouth noises. But I was like. not doing it on purpose. I was like, I got to I got to turn something on. I got to turn the TV on. (laughs) Yeah. So if I end up in jail for some reason, it's because I killed somebody for making mouth mouth noises when they wouldn't stop. We'll see how we handle that with our kids because kids make all, I mean, there's no way they probably just going to be so entranced by how cute and stuff they are or how tired I am. Yeah. You'll just be exhausted. Anyways. All right. We're at a minute and seven seconds. So the last thing we got here is I love the 
90s. Make sure it doesn't blast your ears out. Yeah. Let's get it, folks. What's up? What's up? How'd you do last week? I got Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. <laughs> yeah, you did get Charles Barkley right. Fucking barely. It feels like. <laughs> You're like, who is that? Steve Nash? Barely. <laughs> Charles Barkley. All right. Got four questions for you here today. Oh, goodness. Okay, bring them on. I think these are going to be a little tough. Okay. But I believe in you. So, question numero uno. When was the World Wide Web first introduced? What year? First introduced? 96. No. That's a good guess. No. One more guess. It's before that. Hmm. After you were born. Yeah. Before 96. Because I was born. Born in the 80s? Not the 70s. Um, 94. No. 91. 91. Wow. 91. I don't remember those AOL discs that far back. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Question number two. You're 0 for 1 right now. Okay. This one's going to be hard. What was the minimum wage for most of the 90s? You were, I'm gonna guess 475. Oh, close. It's in the fours, not 475. 430. Nope. Very close. 425. Ah, because my first job was 515, and that was in I was 2000. Say, if you were just a little bit older, <laughs> you would probably know that because you would have had a job at that time. 515, my first job. 425. 525. 515 is crazy. Imagine somebody giving you five dollars for an hour of your time. That couldn't be more a slap in the face. But you could fill your tank of yeah, gas with things, $20. Things were a lot less expensive then. But I, my $20, first apartment that's was, four hours of work. My first apartment was $600. Yeah, you ain't going to find a $600 apartment anywhere. No, things were... Well, anywhere that you would want to live by choice. Yeah. <laughs> gosh, yeah. 425 Just I imagine I, what you have to do to make $1,000. Gosh, like, I remember when we moved from Arizona to uh, Oregon when I was 16, and at Best Buy, the minimum wage there was like seven fifteen, and I was like, I'm fucking balling. Bro, I'm fucking buying everything. <laughs> it's on me, son. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I'm getting my system hooked up. I'm getting all this. Stuff. That's so crazy. And then they still keep like most of it from fucking taxes. Yeah, on especially in Oregon. Four twenty-five. That's crazy. It's so little. <laughs> It's not even five Wait, what's the minimum in Arizona? Now? Until a couple years ago, it was only like eight fifty or no something. No way. It's got to be like 12 or 13. Yeah, only within sure. the last couple years. Well, I would say more than five uh, years ago, it was still in underneath $10. Really? Yes. I know they just bumped all of them up here Yeah, very they recently. did. What's the minimum I wage? I think like Bernie, the whole Bernie movement is when the minimum wage started to go up. Thirteen eighty-five. Now? Yeah. Bro, four, eight, twelve. You're essentially looking at twelve seventy five, thirteen eighty five. Man. You can look up what the minimum and thirteen eighty five is shit now. Is that Arizona? This is Arizona, yeah. Okay. Effective yeah. January first, twenty twenty three. Look up what it That's was. That's a dollar oh five increase minimum wage since uh Yeah, look up like twenty fifteen or something. 
like Arizona, yeah, minimum wage 2015. I'm going to guess it was 875. 805. <laughs> Jeez. I tell you, it, it was it was shitty for a long time. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I just can't imagine somebody giving me $8. Like, I'll give you, if you go do their, this yard work for an hour, I'll give you $8. Can you keep your $8, you fucking asshole? Like, I, I hear people that I know, like, say, like, oh, I got this job for 20 bucks an hour. I'm like... That to me still no offense to anyone that makes twenty bucks an hour above. Like, I was making forty five at the one I just left, and I'm like, I couldn't even imagine twenty bucks an hour. Yeah, I mean that's kind of why. Do I have a calculator on this phone? No, no, that's a very old phone. But I mean, it's got to have a calculator app. Yeah. Yeah. So the goal here is to make like three thousand dollars a week, essentially. So if we're working 55 hours a week, I making, don't work 55 hours. say I do, you're making about $55 an hour, which is pretty decent. Yeah, money. that's pretty good. That's over a hundred grand. Yeah. So $20. <laughs> if you're making that, come over here. Let's, let's chat a little bit. Let's chat. All right. Back to our anyway, questions. Yeah. Two more questions. That Kay. was a close one. This one blew my, this one blew my mind. Okay. I had no idea. Uh-oh. One of my favorite candies. Um, in the nineteen in nineteen ninety eight, the fruit flavored sweets, opal fruits, changed their name to what? It used to be called opal fruits. Now it's called what? One of your favorite candies. Mm-hmm. It's not Swedish fish. Nope. You got five seconds. Skittles. I like the mini ones. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Starburst. God Starburst. damn it. Well, that's not even opal shaped. It's a square. Don't know why they call them opal. <laughs> I didn't say that made any sense. I was thinking of round. <laughs> opal fruits. What a horrible name. Starburst. You guys really quoted the market yeah, with that one. Yeah. Starburst. People. Oh, wait, no. I don't I, know where I, you're going. I don't know with what that. that. I don't know what that was. Anyways, last question. You are 0 4 3. I think you'll get this one. I think. Don't get your hopes up. Last one here. Mike Tyson infamously bit off someone's ear in a boxing match in 1997. Whose ear did Mike Tyson bite off? Come on. I don't know that much about boxing. His name even starts with an E. An E. This is embarrassing. Gosh, it really is. <laughs> I don't know. No? Evander Holyfield. I would not have guessed that. God damn it. I know. All right, guys. <laughs> I we're at a minute 15 I seconds. We're going to wrap this up. A minute 15 seconds? Uh, we're at an hour and 15 seconds. <laughs> don't you... <laughs> Is that me? Is that me not agreeing with you? No, no, that wasn't. That didn't frustrate me. The Evander Holyfield thing frustrated oh, me more. I can't believe you yeah, didn't know that. Gosh. All right. Well, it's a good episode. Episode twenty-eight. You guys appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you. I'll uh, try to be better next week, you guys. She won't be. If you have if you have trivia questions that you'd like to ask Aunt Amanda to see if she can answer, <laughs> let us know. Send them in. It's oh, been real. It's God. been fun. 
been real fun. <laughs> love you. I love you. Peace, y'all. Time for some wings. Chicken wings. Chicken wings.